Welcome to KFOB, the podcast. Podcast about wrestling and fashion. But mostly fashion. I'm Sarah. I'm Christina. And I'm Katie. Oh, and hello and welcome to this, our 35th episode. Wow. Wow. It feels like a milestone somehow. Did you make the slides this week, Sarah? I did. And it says, time to think about where your career is at. Yes, I like that. If we were 35, that's what it would be saying. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's actually what we need to be doing right now. Or and as a lady, what is the disgusting thing at 35 when you get pregnant? Isn't that like a... Oh, you're a geriatric, oh, a geriatric, geriatric pregnancy. Geriatric pregnancy. Yeah, geriatric so that's like pregnancy. the ticking clock is, is you know, turning 35. Mm-hmm. Yes, your body is ever revolting against you from, mm-hmm. from birth till death. Let's never forget it. Yep. Yeah, don't... And you have to take that real fine glucose test. Oh, oh God. Boy. All our oy, eggs oy, get oy. weird. Aren't we lucky ladies? Yes. I just think about that flea bag monologue about how women are born with pain built in. Oh my god. It's such it's such a good monologue. It my is. god, does she know her shit? She does. I she know does. Phoebe Waller Bridges listens to this yes. podcast. Thank you for she's, your work. She's one of the ones. She's for a sure. fan. She sent us in. She was like, Katie, you should talk about Sting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh we're also joined by our good friend and producer, Mike. What do you do you want to say hi? Hi, how's it going? My name is producer Mike. I'm a I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. Uh, these three are new on their wrestling journey, so occasionally <laughs> they'll throw to me to fill in the gaps in their knowledge. But they usually do a pretty good job. Oh so. my god! Oh my god! Thank you. Wow. He just winked. Wow! He did. Wow! So confident tonight. I love I love when Mike shows the different sides of his personality in his intro. It and really makes you, especially when he calls it a wrestling journey, like we're on The Bachelor. I do mm-hmm. love that. We are on this journey well, We have together. to tell our mm-hmm. stories soon before mm-hmm. we get eliminated. That's true. Yes. Yeah, if we don't get a fucking tear. ABC. We, right? will not go to, we will not go to that island. No. I need time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. ABC. Oh. Always be... Cam. It's always be Cam. I, I forgot his name already. I was yeah. like, Chris? I was always trying to do one that was wrestling related. Oh, oh. Always be... Not Big cast. <laughs> Speaking Cesaro? of... Cesaro? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Corbin? Uh, which links <laughs> into... Uh, all right, so Mike writes our wrestling news section, as you know, and he said, to be honest, this barely counts as wrestling news, but he really doesn't like Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't like his promos. He thinks his matches are super boring, and week after week, and Mike can't figure out why until now. Dave Meltzer noted on the Wrestling Observer Radio that Vince McMahon continues to push Baron Corbin because of his looks. It was said that Corbin is the type of guy who Vince McMahon sees women swooning for. Therefore, he continues to get pushed into a spotlighted role. Oh my god. What? Okay. So hold on. So producer Mike needs to know what do you honestly think of Baron Corbin and what does he have that I don't? (laughs) Okay, well, honest to God, here's here's the thing. This proves definitively that Vince McMahon does not understand what I mean, this based on him, like just what straight women want to look at. Yeah. Because imagine having Baron Corbin a perfectly average looking man, but not what I would call a hottie or a traffic stopper in any way. And then having someone like Finn Balor and thinking the person we need to push is this guy? Yeah. He looks like a homeschooler <laughs> who's at a dance that he got invited to and he didn't know what to wear. Well, he has those express, that express men's that he's always wearing is bad. Structure. What I an mean, odd thing. He's not, he's yeah. not like ugly. No. He's just a normal looking dude. And like, that he thinks that women will swoon over this is nuts. Okay, Mike, you have none of what he has Which in is a good. great way. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. Yeah, Mike, you're very cute and very kind, and I feel like Baron Corbin is not only not cute, but he seems mean. He does. He um, seems like someone who would, like, 
somehow gaslight into you into like paying the bill at the restaurant i was gonna say he has one like and i've i just feel like he has a dui like i don't know (laughs) if he does yeah but that's his whole his whole vibe is like i have a dui um it doesn't define me but i do talk about it a lot (laughs) like a very weird specific he's also one of the ones that puts the lime scooter right in the middle of the sidewalk 100 percent. god that fucking shit uh, it's also like, so he has he has like basically shaved bald hair now, which uh-huh. is a better look on him. He looks better but for he sure. Was, he did have the early male pattern yeah. of balding, and he had long hair before. Yeah. So like, did I'm, Vince McMahon also think that women wanted that? No, I think maybe he was like, hey man, if you shave your head, I'd fuck you. Because <laughs> also, I think Vince, Vince McMahon is dealing with some uh, things pinned up pent-up sexual sexual i just this uh, is just so baffling to me because like yeah there's there's someone for everyone out there and everyone has their preferences Mm. for who they find attractive that's just so crazy if you're thinking about yeah the hotties in your roster i know truly of all the people in the current roster what the mind boggles because you could even be like roman reigns keeps getting pushed because women find him hot like yeah he is hot he's very hot hot. and that would make more sense to me exactly than him or randy orton i will say this well girls do like randy orton he's a tumblr fan he's a tumblr dude Um, uh i will say that baron corbin specifically looks like the kind of guy that's in la and has a crazy hot girlfriend and i'm like him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, you're dating this fucking guy? He's a real him. Welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, like, also gets really mad at the juice place for having $14 juices mm-hmm. and oh, lets yes. them know, like, it's the person who's working at the counter's fault. He opts out of paying the health insurance tax. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, at a restaurant, he's like, totally. they're like, uh, do you want to add a tip? Because it goes, or like, it's increased for health insurance, but you can take it off. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to take it off. Yeah. And then he just stares at you. Or and is like, that, I want you to die from an illness. Yep. Or the one that's like, sorry, I accidentally pressed tip and I didn't mean it. Mm. So you have to flip around the iPad to <sighs> go back to it. Yeah. Oh that's what that guy looks mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Real vibes. Again, we don't know this man. He could no, be so nice. He could yeah. he could be and he's a, not, a kind, gentle lover. And it's not like he's pushing like someone cr- that's like just absurd but yeah. this is absurd in the way that yeah you're right like you got Finn Balor you got Seth Rollins yeah. on your roster yeah I mean given Seth Rollins is getting a major push but also like mm-hmm. but yeah that's just this wow. is a good guy insane <sighs> mm-hmm. wow well, anyway should we just jump right into the I guess we the should the damn week I mean guys we're gonna start out with a real blast from the past that is gonna get complex Ooh! so we're gonna talk about terry funk um i was thinking about doing terry funk for a while just because he comes up in literally every single story he really does but then i googled him and the first picture that came up was a picture that i'll show you later on and i'll tell you when when it comes up and it was just so funny to me that i was like no i I think i'm going to talk about him so i have of course the screen of gifts to start us out there's a gif on the left of him with his face just completely bloody fuck yeah um there's a gif of him this is a long one actually we should wait for it to cycle back through but he has a cowboy hat he takes it off he does an elbow drop onto the cowboy hat then he um headbutts the cowboy hat on the ground a bunch of times and he picks it up with his teeth and he wanders around behind the announcers who look really worried. He's a dog! Yeah, and then this last gif is um, him flinging a wrestler into a barbed wire 
the, the ropes in the ring have been replaced with barbed oh wires. Gosh. He throws a man into it and it explodes. God, the and we'll wire. get to what that is. I just wanted a little teaser. Yeah, that was uh, Mick Foley, right? In this particular one, that is not no, Mick Foley, but we're going to get into it. I, w- I would wonder if that was Mick Foley. No, we're no. going to get into it. No, no, it's not. But King of the death match. <laughs> I have a whole slide about the death matches, so great. Buckle up. Very excited about Terry Funk. Oh boy, there was definitely a death match. Yeah, yeah, yeehaw. Well, he actually has a very light, soft voice, so the whole time he's like, "Oh, he's like Terry Funk, and this is kind of how we talk." Like for real, that's yeah. how, that's Terry Funk. Yeah, <laughs> great. Well, he's in he's in Roadhouse among other things, so we know yeehaw. what he sounds like. <laughs> yeehaw, <laughs> yeehaw. A real member of the Yeehaw Agenda. Um, Terrence Funk was born on June 30th, 1944. So he's a cancer and also mm. in his fucking 70s mm. in Hammond, Indiana. He mostly grew up in Amarillo, Texas. His dad was a professional wrestler and promoter, so he grew up in the business. Mm. So I'm just going to get this out of the way. Terry Funk has had a long career, like more than 50 years long stop Whoa. and start. It is no exaggeration to say he has wrestled everywhere and won everything. This is going to gloss over a lot, like a lot, in the interest of getting to the stuff I find most intriguing. Mm-hmm. Just a disclaimer. This this dude is is a goddamn legend, so yeah, I can't possibly get to everything. I mean, as you as you said yourself, he is in every story we've read. He's in every he story. And I'm sure I miss stuff that is insane that I would love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, like, please well, please tweet other stories at me because I'm obsessed do. with them. Please do. We would love yeah, to. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so Terry started wrestling wrestling in 1965 in his dad's promotion, mostly working in a tag team with his brother, Dory Funk Jr. Terry wait, so his, wait, his real his, last name is Funk? Yeah, his, his actual name is Terry Funk. Oh my God. He never changed his name. Well, he wrestled under some other names later, but he mostly wrestles as Terry Funk and that is his birth name. That's I feel like that's the only reason I would keep like if I got married, I'd get my like change my name to my husband's just if my last name could be Funk. Katie yeah. Funk. Katie Funk is a rad name. The only way I would ever change my name for a guy. Katie That's, Funk. Katie Funk is very good. Right? So this is um, Terry on the left, and this is Dory Funk Jr. His brother on the right, and this is them in their tag team. They wore cowboy hats. The Texas thing was a part of their act from day one. Um, but Terry was really good, so he started making a name for himself very quickly. Over the years, he wrestled as Black Baron, Chainsaw Charlie, mm-hmm. Doctor. Remember Chainsaw Charlie? Yeah. Chainsaw Charlie, a, a, a compatriot of Cactus Jack, mm. um, Doctor Knows It All, and the Texan, but mostly as Terry Funk. Mm. So this is a picture of him in like 1975 on God. the right here. I'm going to post both these for sure. But this is him as like a heavyweight champion. He's a thick boy. Mm-hmm. But he's look a at real it. thick boy. He looks like he's got peg legs based on this duster he's wearing. Yeah. yeah so he wore the long dusters yeah. and like ponchos and stuff like. Underneath, he's a diaper man. He wore the classic lace-up shoes and the diapers. Not even interesting colors. It's usually just black. Mm. Um, but he would wear dusters and cowboy hats to the ring as, like, the Texan Terry Funk. Sometimes he carried them in his mouth. Yeah, Sometimes he savaged them. Mm-hmm. So, notable wrestling story number one. <laughs> In 1981, Terry was wrestling with the Continental Wrestling Association, where he feuded with Jerry Lawler. So this is straight from Wikipedia. The most memorable match in this feud happened in April 1981 at the Mid-South Coliseum in Memphis, Tennessee. The match took place in the empty arena with only Lance Russell, a cameraman, and a photographer present. Funk had challenged Lawler to this match at this time because he felt he was getting unfairly treated in Memphis. The confrontation hmm. only lasted a few minutes and ended with Funk trying to put Lawler's eye out with oh a broken two-by-four. Oh, my God. But Lawler kicked Funk's elbow, causing him to hit himself in the eye. Oh. So this is a picture from it. You can see 
it's just an empty ass arena and it's so funny to me that they did this like so this is terry's butt in the foreground in the blue trunks and then there's jerry lawler in the background so 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 funny so notable wrestling story number two Terry joined the WWF in 1985. At this point, he was still mostly using a cowboy-inspired gimmick with a hat, etc. I have a picture over here of his classic poncho and cowboy hat look. He's just like a dad. He doesn't... He's a really average-looking dude. He looks like a dad who's dressed up as a wizard for a birthday party. He kind of does. Some of the ponchos and hats were better than others. I was in the doghouse and I had to dress up for the party. I was in the doghouse and I had to dress up. Terry also carried a branding iron with him to the ring to brand opponents. Um, announcer Mark Phillips made the mistake of trying on Terry's hat, and Terry beat him up. I mean, so this is the never still of him doing hat. that. This was his WWF debut, is when he beat up this guy. Mm. I have the video of it that I, I will link. Um, it's pretty funny. The announcers are like, "Oh no, he's a wild man." It's very funny. Yeah. Oh no, y'all! I didn't know that. So this is funny. I didn't know that he was like the person who pioneered hardcore wrestling, but I found out right quick. <laughs> so notable wrestling story number three. Terry joined WCW in 1989, where he feuded with Ric Flair. At one point, he used an actual plastic bag to suffocate Ric Flair. Oh my God. This is this this shot over here. Yeah. I have the video of this that we will also link. You can see really clearly how Ric Flair is holding the bag away from his face, I but mean. it's still like they go for it. It is a thick-ass plastic bag and he ties wow. a rope around his neck and everything. Oh my god. It's like a lot. Um, Terry also had a segment during this time called Funk's Grill <laughs> in which he wore a tuxedo and interviewed wrestlers. You know I have a bit of I that love too. love that. It's That's so funny. So funny. Um, notable wrestling story number four. Fun fact about Terry, he helped pioneer hardcore wrestling. Like as a full-on middle-aged man. Commentator Jim Ross called him middle-aged and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, case in point, in 1994, he joined IWA Japan Wrestling Promotion. So I'm just going to read straight from Wikipedia again because holy shit. Funk would go on to be a participant in IWA's most famous event, the King of the Deathmatch Tournament, held on August 20th, 1995 in Kawasaki. 1995. So this dude is like in his 50s. I mean, yeah. Funk would first defeat Leatherface and Tiger Jeet Singh in extreme style matches, which featured barbed wire covered boards, glass, and chains before moving on to the finals of the tournament. In the finals, Funk was defeated by protege Cactus Jack, Mm -hmm. later known by U.S. audiences as Mick Foley, in a no-ropes, barbed-wire, exploding barbed-wire, boards, and exploding ring time-bomb deathmatch. What? I know. Besides the King of the Deathmatch show, Terry would participate in some of the most dangerous matches in the world at the time. Terry put on fire death matches and very intense barbed wire matches. Terry and Mick Foley battled in a fire, no roped barbed wire death match in early 1995. Oh my God. The event was titled The Duel of the Wilds, which could be debated in terms of violence compared to the Kawasaki Dream Deathmatch Tournament. Wow. So many things we can Google later. Oh my God. Um, basically, yeah, wow. from that point on, Terry transitioned from traditional Southern style wrestling to hardcore wrestling. He helped kickstart ECW and build his reputation. Cool. He was one of the first like major like signs to the company and he helped make it a hardcore company because it was eastern and then it became extreme interesting so i have some pictures here here's mcfoley yeah jumping off a ladder to jump onto him by this point this is like a, a he's slight... basically just holding a knife I mean, I he's not but might as he well might as well be. they're both <laughs> bleeding so much and terry wore like striped um pants during this time that mm. was like his hardcore match persona he was always wearing these like kind of 
crazy circusy looking striped pants. But so that's you can see they replaced the ropes with barbed wire. Oh my God. Um, he was in some matches where like. I forget who it was, but he was up against this one guy who ripped his bicep open in the ring on the barbed wire, and it was, like, bad. And they just kept going through it. Oh, it might have been Sabu? Yes, it was, yeah. And then this one is the exploding ring deathmatch thing with the no barbed wire, all boards, all shit. You know that this title? Did I make us watch this when I did Cactus Jack? No, because this is not Cactus Jack. This is a different wrestler. I have the video of this. It is 30 minutes long. Whoa, I want to watch that. But this is the one where the gif is from, where he throws the guy into the barbed wire and it explodes. And this is the official who is dressed in a silver hazmat suit. Oh my god. (laughs) It is so nuts. I tried watching this and I got really stressed out, but I have the full video of it and we will link it. That's cool. Um, Again, I didn't know this was going to be about hardcore wrestling and I feel very stupid, but no. boy, I tested my limits. Um, <gasps> notable wrestling story number five. This was a late edition. Um, Terry feuded with Chris Candido and WCW over the hardcore title. <laughs> Candido mocked Terry by dressing like him in the stripy pants and saying that he was like an old horse that should be put out of its misery. It's oh. foreshadowing. They started fighting, and the fight eventually wound up outside. Terry tossed Candido into a truck and drove off with him. They were in Idaho, so they just ended up at some Idaho fairgrounds <laughs> where they pushed each other into troughs, into piles of manure, etc. And then they just went into a stall with a live, untethered horse and kept wrestling. Oh my God. So what do you think happened then? The horse, of course, kicked Terry full steam straight in his fucking arm, and if it had been a couple inches higher, he would have probably killed him because it would have hit him straight in the head full force. Oh my god. So they eventually got out of there and Terry won the title but I have a gif of it and I have the fight again that we'll we'll post. So this is him pile driving Chris Candido they both fall down on the ground, the horse is flipping out and then it just nails him. A poor horse. I know that horse B, is stressed. Well I gotta wrestle with a horse of course. <laughs> I'm Terry Funk. I'm Terry Funk. And then in the video he goes like ah oh, shit fuck like when the horse kicks him. Because, I mean, yeah, I'm surprised his arm didn't break. Wow. Like, this horse just yeah, that dude really, it. really kicked. And this was a really late thing that I found when I was wrapping up my research. And then I was like, hold on, what now? He got kicked by a horse, and I, I had to That's look it up. That's wild. He just went straight John Wick three. Yeah, it was. It's, it, uh, and then I actually I have to shout out the hard times real quick because when I was googling it, they came up with a headline that was like. Terry Funk makes up with the horse that kicked him. And I thought that was very funny. Um, so good job, Hard Times. That was good. Um, sorry, blood. I meant to put a disclaimer in. Uh, notable wrestling story number six. At ECW One Night Stand in 2006, Mick Foley injured Terry's left eye with barbed wire. 2006. So, you know, he has advanced in years. Terry went backstage, but returned later in the match with a bloody cloth tied over his eye to hit Mick Foley with the flaming 2 by 4 wrapped in barbed wire. I love this shit. This is um, my favorite. This is, so this is him. I yeah. probably will post this picture. Well, maybe not. I don't know. It's a lot. But he's. it looks fake how much blood is on his yeah, face, but you know it is real. Um, Terry has announced his retirement many times over the years, but he keeps coming back. He was still making appearances as recently as 2017 when he's like 73. He said, I never really truly will retire. It's fair, man. Why why stop now? How is he still alive? That's what's so crazy about him and Mick Foley is like, they seem like pretty well adjusted dudes. Well, I read some stuff about him that was basically like for the past 20 plus years, when he knew that he was starting to get older and he couldn't do as much stuff, he started 
training the next generation of wrestlers and like putting them over. So he wouldn't put himself in as much harm's way because he wasn't trying to win. He was mm. like trying to support and like uplift other younger That's wrestlers. Really smart, yeah. So everyone really loves him yeah. by all accounts. And he gives interviews where he's like really frank about the state of the business and he's like cool. He seems nice. That's I didn't fair. find any scandals about him when I was researching. The oh, oh man, I feel like this is Terry Funk. I watched this wrestling documentary forever ago. And there's like this guy who used to wrestle with him in Texas who was super mad that he he didn't get invited to Terry Funk's like final match. And so he like threw this huge hissy fit and was talking about how much he hates Terry Funk. And then there's this like scene of Terry Funk coming up to him and being like Hey man, I want you. I want you to be the referee for my final match. And this guy's like, I don't want your charity. I don't want. But he, like, you can tell he's about to uh-huh. cry. And Terry's like, No man, it'd be a personal favor to me if you like do this for me. It's like so sweet to watch this guy's like tough exterior break because uh, Terry Funk was nice to him. That's lovely. Oh my god. No, I'm just a Muppet man. I can't help it. Oh, I'm just Terry Funk. So besides like wrestling, I'm cool Terry Funk. <laughs> Sometimes you need a towel. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, even with that voice, uh, Terry Funk also acted in a lot. Oh. Um, he appeared in movies like Roadhouse, Paradise Alley, The Ringer, and Over the Top. So here he is in um, Roadhouse. With Tyler C. of Bachelorette fame. Yeah, with Tyler C., um, Patrick S. And uh, here he is with <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in Over the Top getting his arm... I think snapped in half by Sylvester Stallone. That's gross. Sorry. I just realized how gross that was. Yeah. Um, I love her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, He also starred in the short-lived Western TV series Wild Side in 1985 as Prometheus Jones, the town veterinarian. Oh, yes. Your favorite. I mean, yeah. Look at this. Pure sex. Look at that Mm -hmm. hat. Look at that lariat. He's helping animals. Mm -hmm. Boy. Um... He also choreographed the street fight at the end of Rocky V. That's really cool. Whoa. Yeah, like not a good movie, but you know, That's maybe the fight was fine. Uh, he also had a music career, guys. Oh he released one album, Great <laughs> Texan, in 1984. Apparently it's soft rock. So this is the only picture I could find of it, which I'm is like the Japanese fun. edition. I love that. Um, but he's like with a cowboy hat and a guitar wow. posing. That's great. I mean, the font is pure... 80s. I mean, yeah, it is. Truly. It's crazy. That's a good time. So here's the picture that made me want I to... I want that shirt. Yeah. Yep. So this is the picture that I found. It's him with... Um, he often wore sweatbands uh, straight across his forehead later in his career. It's an orange sweatband, orange t-shirt that says in those classic like felt iron-on letters, Dusty Sucks Eggs. And that was the picture that I found where I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. That's amazing. Yep. So... Personal life-wise, Terry married his wife, Vicki Ann, in 1965. Such a good name. Vicky, I know. Vicky Ann. They were together Vicky until Ann. she passed away in March 2019. Guys, Aww. she just passed. Here's what he said about losing oh, her. Oh, no, I can't. I know. I'm sorry, guys. No. I, loved, I loved her so deeply and vice versa for a lifetime. It's been rough. We were buddies when we met in the fifth grade. We started dating in the ninth grade. Her and I, we were never involved in something and we couldn't get the best of until now. She was the most wonderful person I ever knew. Oh, I've cried twice recording today, and it's not because I am on my period. Well, it's just these these men are sometimes soft. It is why, but um, so he just this was an interview he gave in in like June, and he's kind of withdrawn for the past few months because he's been grieving and he's been suffering from a hernia as well. So 
but he's still around. He's still giving interviews about wrestling, and by all accounts, he's he's doing as well as he can. Um, he still loves wrestling too, saying, "Once you're involved with it, you're in love with it." I'm still nuts about this stuff. I want to see the talent dictate who is the best and who is not. It's my love and my life. It's everything to me. Oh, so this is a picture of him from like 2013 that I have. Oh my god, on the right. He's like still in pretty good shape he for aged being in his well. 70s. Yeah. yeah, like he for has going through as much as he has. Yeah. I know, and it, trauma is crazy. I mean, maybe it's just not like public, but I couldn't find a lot of stuff about like injuries mm-hmm. or like any any type of lingering st- I mean he has a hernia now Concussion but stuff. yeah it seems like he's been really fortunate in like having such a long career mm. and not having serious injuries which is even more incredible when you think about all the wild shit that yeah. he was doing for like decades that's how yeah that's so strange how that happens maybe he just has a really good health uh, like self-care routine yeah maybe I or mean, he's like oh I pulled the muscle I should rest tomorrow yeah. you know what I mean yeah maybe, like I should Radical. drink all night the next night with pills yeah yeah, yeah. So, um, that's Terry Funk, guys. Wow, uh, that's great. Yeah, I, I, once again, I found a new friend. Um, oh, yeah. And I really, I really like him. So please send me more stories if you know about them. This seems like a guy who's just like nonstop crazy shit was yeah. happening in his career. I like more Terry Funk stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done with that voice for now, but I like it. It's a fun one. It'll it's fun. Sure. She fun. Um, so I decided to do Rhea Ripley. Ooh. All right. So, the gifts that I have of her, um, we've seen her twice now. She was at Evolution, and then she was um, at Royal Rumble oh. as well. Mm-hmm. And that's how I noticed her and was like, who is this badass? Mm-hmm. Wow, her arms are formidable. Yeah. They so, are. Demi Bennett, born October 11th, 1996. <gasps> She's 22 years old. Are yep. you kidding? Yeah. South Australia. Um, Bennett began to work in Riot City Wrestling in 2013, and she cites The Miz as inspiration growing up. Wow. So these are her first... That's fascinating. Right? Yeah. So these are her first looks. She kind of just did, like, I feel like athleisure wear type Um, stuff. American Apparel booty shorts. Yep, exactly. Um, Which is kind of interesting from what she looks like now, as we know. But it's just, like, her long hair and... She's not as ripped at this moment, mm-hmm. and you can tell she's, like, training, kind of. Is she mm-hmm. wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt? I'm not entirely sure. It looks like it. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And she'd always wear, like, a jean jacket and then take it off. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, but it made her Melbourne <laughs> City Wrestling debut on uh, June 4th, 2014 at MCW New Horizons, where she defended the RCW women's title in a three-way match against Savannah Summers, Tony Storm, and, um, which didn't save, once again, Soraya Knight oh. is why I was doing it. She she used to wrestle against Soraya Knight, who, Ooh. as we know, is Paige's mother. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So um, she began to slowly start winning matches, and people kind of, like, started to notice her a little bit more. In the beginning, she was not good at all. And mm-hmm. she was just, like, fumbling a lot. And they said it was because of her height and things, and she was kind of figuring out. Wait, so did, she, did you say is she short? No, she's very tall. Oh, she's very oh. tall. Yeah, like she's how tall? like I think she's like six one. Oh shit! Yeah, mm. so like Charlotte Flair style. Mm-hmm. Great. Exactly. Long ass legs. She's yeah. kind of like um, what's her name from the Iconics? Billy. Oh, Billy. Billy King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So six months later, Bennett returned from she quit RCW and started going to other promotions. She did New Japan for a little bit as well. Six months later, she returned as part of the opening night of a final chapter event, wrestling a four-way match in which she won against Soraya Knight once again. 
then she once again did the match and did not win. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. she was going on and off, and they were kind of figuring out what for her to do. So in these looks... This is really funny. This is like a class picture. I know. Yeah, it's like a dance class. That's why I posted them. I was like, these are really funny because it's like, Mm -hmm. there's always a a sheet backdrop. Yeah. Always is one. It's like when you go to someone's house and they have a photo of them when they did Irish dance. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. it's like that. Mm -hmm. And then the other one, yeah, it's senior photos in your workout bathing suit. (laughs) It's definitely a bathing suit. 100%. So, 2017, Bennett made her debut um, at the women's first annual May Young Classic. Under the name Rhea Ripley, she was eliminated by Miranda Salinas in the first round, and she advanced to the second round of the tournament held um, where she was eliminated by Dakota Cott. I was going to yeah. say, I recognize that fun silver so, outfit. Of yeah. Dakota's. Yeah. Exactly. So look at this outfit, mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, wow, cool, cool. So then, May Young round two. Ah, Oh, Ditching wow. the baby face image and basic attire, Rhea now sported a completely different attitude. The role of a heel has allowed her to stand out far greater with more mean and tough exterior, mm. heavy entrance music, all black ring gear, and a dangerous dominant character. Ripley grabbed the attention of fans everywhere for her makeover because it was one of the most memorable of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Not only has her image changed, but the in-ring performance she showed far more character, depth, general skill, competing in memorable bouts throughout the tournament, including opponents such as Casey Catazzaro and Io Shirai. Again, she may not have walked out the NYC winner, but she has massively talked about with talent like being spotted, basically. Mm-hmm. So, from her entrance music to her walk, to her trash talk, to her actual moves in the ring, Ripley has become NXT UK's resident badass and rising star. It feels like everyone in the division, Tony Storm included, will have to chase her. Mm-hmm. That's what someone said before she was then asked to be part of NXT UK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there, as you see this look, she oh. kind of, so what she does, this is not actually an injury. Mm. So this is what I found interesting when I was first researching her, mm-hmm. is she would mess mm-hmm. with her opponents on Twitter, just like Becky does. Mm. And so this is her dressed up for Halloween against her opponent who got injured in the May Young oh, class. Oh, wow. She dressed up as Halloween as her. That's very funny. And she funny. would like make fun of her on her Twitter Shit. like constantly. Oh and my so God. they had a rivalry going because of that. Yeah. Which I thought you would enjoy. I do like yeah. that. Because it's like the mockery type situation. Yeah, that's very um, specific. So like, yeah, I mean, she's pretty new, so there's not a lot mm-hmm. for her. But um, Rip- Ripley took part of the eight women the eight women tournament for the inaugural NXT UK Women's Championship, and that's when she was starting with it, and she won pretty quickly, and that's why they asked her to be part of Evolution. And she was one of the first women of UK, NXT UK, to be part of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then throughout the championship reign, Ripley went on to fend off title contenders such as Isla Dawn and Diana Pizarro. Perazzo. Um, and then she started kicking ass and kind of messing around, um, feuding with Tony Storm. And that's, like, the interesting part because a lot of people compare both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they're, like, badass women, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That's kind of where it is right now. People are kind of obsessed with her. And then the really shitty part. Can we talk about her look before we get to the shitty part? Yes. Yeah. Uh Which is, do you think that her name is Ripley based off the, like, uh, Sigourney Weaver alien character? I just, I think it's just, like, a good sound. Like, there's good consonants in the name when you have, 
it, it flows off the tongue, but like that's possible because she definitely has a like female action star physique. Yeah, yeah she does. and that leads into this outfit too, mm-hmm. which is like lots of studs, lots of like cutouts with fishnet, Fishnets. lots yeah. of little jangly chains. I really like this look a I lot. Mean, it I'm, should surprise no one. I'm a big fan of it. When yeah, I first cool. saw her at um, Royal Rumble, because yeah. I don't remember her in Evolution. I don't either. No. There were so many women that I was like, it was wonderful. I was yeah, really yeah, happy was about it, cool. but it was also really hard to like make a list of everyone. Of yeah. Guys. So when I saw her at um, Royal Rumble, I remember being like, this is really, she's yeah. badass. She and she badass. also reminded me of um, your your husband. Alistair? Uh-huh. Oh. She's like really tall and has really long legs like him. Yeah. yeah. So she, when she gets into... Um, oh, you know, I like do her remember entrance, her now. She slams mm. on the ground. I do yeah. remember her now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I just really like this tank. I like the fit of it. Her muscles are insane. It's inspiring. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Should we get into the bad stuff? Yep. Now we've we've done a compliment and we've got to. Yeah. All right. Um, so as I was doing my Reddit researches, which I always do, mm-hmm. um, and I was actually trying to look what her name and what her character was about and oh. how it was started. Interesting. And in April. She was on a Twitch stream, and someone bet her $15 to cuss them out, and she um, cussed them out and then used a homophobic homophobic slur multiple times. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to say it, of course. No, 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 yeah, yeah, it's, I mean, Um, she apologized for it immediately, which in no way, like, of course, yeah, yeah. is she, well, it says, it sounds like, can you explain what the video, because you watched it, yeah, I think maybe explaining, like, the context and how everyone was kind of uncomfortable, yeah, I mean, they freaked Um, out immediately when she said it, yeah, Yeah. sure, and And they were like, whoa, it seemed to, like, come out easily, right, is that the thing, and that's always what's kind of nerve-wracking, I mean, it's not like, cancel her forever but fuck it I hope she learns something yeah I don't know yeah a lot of people are Time commenting will tell. on it and they were like a lot of like um what is it like up reddit when you go get like moved up up voting up voting or whatever it was a lot of people who were like I'm really insulted by this this is yeah. what I was called all my life and it was really like yeah it's just like it's really hard <laughs> yeah to, like listen and read about wrestlers and watch it yeah and i think we've all been feeling that a lot recently and just like ww in general mm-hmm. what we say every single time yeah yeah everything's got a real big asterisk um i hope she learned from it i know that's all because it's terrible and that fucking sucks yeah i hope that she it i mean if she's in a room with like a bunch of gamers right no, she, if it's Twitch, or was it all wrestling people? It was, like, two other wrestlers. That That's were in so weird. Her. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, um, so yeah. that's the end of it, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I'm done. Yeah. So when I was, like, researching it, I was very excited, mm-hmm. and I was going to research, like, if, you know, who she was dating and stuff, like, kind of pull a Christina mm-hmm. of when there's not a lot. You mm-hmm. just you go dig hard. And then life. I was like, yeah. no way, no how am I adding more tabs to this? Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. So I guess this is also like a great thing where we talk about AEW more because they seem very open mm-hmm. and more progressive in that sense too. Yeah, and yeah. you said it was April of this year, so it was very recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope Good she learned, I hope she learns learned her lesson. Yeah. Um yeah, I hope she learned her lesson. Yeah, no kidding. And I hope she learns that that hurts people and it's not just like a fun cheeky 
phrase. Yeah, it's also not her, just words. Yeah, you know. and she's also so young that it could still be in that camp where it's like, it's ironic, and it's like, but it's not ironic, and you no. hurt people, and you mm-hmm. have a responsibility yeah. as a public figure. And I just think I'm so sick of that, like, they're young excuse. 100%. Because, yeah. like, men don't get... They get that excuse all the time, and it's like, ugh. I want to clarify that I didn't mean she's oh, young, like, no, no, no. I didn't mean she was young, like, she's young. I mean, like, that generational, oh. like, the generation below us is so so heavily drenched in irony. Yeah. That that's where it becomes, like, borderline dangerous, if not, inherent, like, entirely dangerous. So yeah. I just want to clarify. I don't mean, mm-hmm. like, blizzle be bullet, which I know you know. Yeah. You're not accusing me of. Yeah. <laughs> but just, like, to clarify, I just mean that specifically the the age that has been raised on the internet has a very, like, the irony is, like, so steep. I know. That they and lose. The internet shit in general, and she's on Twitch, yeah. whatever it is. To quote oh to quote Love Island. Yeah. They just, she, lo- she lost the plot. <laughs> yep. Oh boy, kids these days always losing the plot. They lost the plot. Letting out horrible slurs. Horrible slurs. Ugh. Jesus, Rhea. Yeah. No pro, just... Do some searching, lady. Hope yeah. Figure your shit search. out. I hope you get fucking yeah. reprimanded for it. Yeah. 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 God damn. Well, excellent research into yeah, an un- unpleasant Thank topic, you. Katie. Yeah, for sure. Oh, cool look. Wow. I took a left turn today. Ooh. What a turn. Um, I was, you know, I wanted, I was kind of... Uh, dancing around who I wanted to hit this week. Um, I chose someone with basically zero information. Um, So this is going to be 100% about look, but I chose Starlight Kid. Mm -hmm. Um, Because this chick is from Japan. She's in the stardom promotion in uh, Joshi Proresu? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, Japanese women's pro wrestling. She is 4'9". Oh, my gosh. She is 18 years old, and she started in 2015, so she's been wrestling professionally since she was 15 years old. Oh, Oh my gosh. gosh. And straight up, I scoured the internet and found, like, nothing. And so, I mean, Mike, if you know anything, I don't know if you do. She's like, this is a deep cut. But it's purely because when I was researching I was for gonna last say, how did week, you find her? so I was researching for last week with Bay uh, or with B Priestley, and she fought against Starlight Kid. And I was like, "That's a fun name," and I mm-hmm. clicked it, and then I saw this first image I have mm-hmm. here, which is of basically like a it's like a mat, it's like a regular mask, but she looks like a tiger, and the sides have like this fur fringe, and then she's like a Superman emblem on her forehead. Uh, for like Starlight Kid, and I saw this picture. And I was like, "Well, I have to do this woman." It looks like yeah. Power Rangers. It one hundred percent does, mm-hmm. and that's why I selected it. I was like, "Wow, this is crazy!" And so this is kind of she has so many different versions of her mask, mm-hmm. but I found her because she was like in a you know she was in a match against yep. her. She wrestled in Japan. I was like, "I don't, I haven't done that many Japanese wrestlers. Let's try to find stuff on her." Not much. But really, you know not what much. I keep thinking of is. Um, Starlight Express. I know. The Timeless Musical, and I really just want to sing the theme song. That's favorite. Do you want to? Musical. No, it's okay. But, like, maybe later. But also, like, wow. Yes. She does a lot. So she does a lot of white and gold, uh, some red and stuff. There's, like, a jack-o'-lantern on this one on her forehead. Yeah. I don't know why. Fun. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. But she's, Whoa. yes. I know. I, I picked this. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to love this one. So she's obviously always in a mask. Occasionally on her Instagram, she'll post selfies, but she's always covering some part of her face. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it would be fun to do, like, one of those activities where you, like, put her face all together. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm going to let the creeps on the Internet do that. Yeah. I actually wrote, I'll leave that for the freaks in the bowels of the Internet. <laughs> yep. Um, her, intro, her intro music is so fun. 
Uh, it's so fun. Please Google it. Um, you can put it in the show notes, too. You can totally yeah. put it in the show notes. And it basically sounds like the start of, like, a Full House show. Like, oh it's God. just, like, dun, 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 dun. like, I don't I don't know it. I didn't memorize it. But when I was listening to it, I was like, this is the start of an after-school sitcom. I like, love that. For sure. So she's super cute. Again, so tiny. Um, she's in this, like, lace-up, like, corset thing with, like, the gold. Um, mm. She usually has one sleeve on... Um, that she raises in the air. So she has, like, one gold sleeve, and she raises her arm in the air. It's her left one, and then her right one is in, like, a rock and roll symbol. Yeah. Um, and then she has, like, this Lisa Frank outfit that's basically just, like, a scarf tied with a little knot at her chest, and... I love that outfit. I know. And it's, like, total My Little Pony... <laughs> totally. ...mask. Does it say hi? It looks like it, it does. It says hi. It looks That's like it awesome. does. I have no idea. And there's the fun star belt again from our yeah. last episode. And I think it, they were in the same... Yeah. I think it was that, now that I'm, like, thinking of it. And then she has, of course, a little star in her belt, too, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like it. Um, yeah, so I have a link. I'll put it in the show notes. A link to an Io Shirai match from when she was 16. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, she debuted at 15, and it is so cool. She's very good. Uh, you can see here she does, like, little ath- – she does, like – they almost look like denim, but they're, like, athletic shorts mm-hmm. with the belt with the star and then, like, a crop top that either has, like, this – like Rapunzel-esque lace-up or Lisa Frank like kerchief thing I mentioned before. Mm-hmm. But you can see like all of her different masks are so They're cool. beautiful. Yeah, they are. They're really cool. They're super detailed. I They're love awesome. the fur. I do too. It makes it like it makes it look like a tiger, mm-hmm. you know? Because that scruff is so essential to tiger. I'm so curious about the role of, of this type of mask in Japanese wrestling yeah. because um... Io Shirai has mm-hmm. the uh, the same type of mask. But she has a she has a tiger one. Yeah, at least to my eyes, it looks oh. really similar. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it might not be, but it looks it reads the same. To yeah. Me. And then I don't know that. Yeah. There if, is also a wrestler named Tiger Mask. <laughs> yes. That's Rad. fun. I just want to know more about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have no idea. So she. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, here she is with some streamers, as we have talked I about. Love them so streamers. Much. Love the streamers. Streamers are very popular in Japan. They're in her colors, so I assume this is probably from her debut. You can see her boots here, where they have like, alt- they alternate color mm-hmm. with laces. It's, it's uh, blue and orange, which is really cool. And that's her little pose. Um, it's so Power Rangers, like it's just and like Sailor Moon. And so Sailor, yes, for sure. She has some very specific moves. Uh, the Shiranu. Sliced bread number two. <laughs> oh my gosh. Love it. Hope it's not translation. Hope that's what it is. <laughs> Standing moonsault, which I'll show you in the next slide. And uh-huh. then the twisting frog splash. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Okay. I just love the names. Um, but across Reddit, like, really the thing is, everyone's like, well, sh- the thing that's most often searched for her is, will she ever take off her mask? As well as, like, age, because they couldn't confirm it. And... Yeah. Like, it seems... Like, I couldn't get her birthday. I couldn't yeah. get any... Like, there's no information. And I watched the matches to see if, like, it would come out in the ring, like uh, Xavier had said, and we've learned about Japanese wrestling, is it's more, like, in-ring, yeah. um, their storyline. And I couldn't really find anything. I think her whole thing is being mysterious. Nice. I love um, that. Yeah. Can you imagine if this is, like, a never-been-kissed-style scenario where she's, like, undercover and she's yeah. in her 30s and wants to relive her teen years I mean, as, totally. like, a glamorous masked wrestler? 
I'm gonna write it. Think about how yes. short four nine is. She's mm. a, a petite woman. She's so small, um, which is why probably she's able to do standing Ooh. standing moonsaults so well, which are the bottom one right yeah. there. So it's basically just a backflip onto a body is how like you you would land on your tongue is how a moonsault goes. That person's goes. in jean shorts. Yes, oh. she is, and she also has stars on her butt. I don't yeah. know who it is. Who's wrestling in shorts? You know, honestly, that could be B Priestley. Now that I'm looking at her shoes. Oh yeah, that would be really mm-hmm. funny. That I seems don't know. Like though. a bee move to wear jean shorts and re- wear jean shorts and lay down like my cat. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, These and so are crazy. this is her cool little pose. Again, she has a very Lisa Frank mask yes, on. Yes, she does. Um, doing some moon salts, flipping some bodies. Also, isn't this "I Love You"? Is that what it is? I always thought of it as like the low key punk rock thing where it's it like you don't want to do devil horns you do this if you're like I love you this was like what the Christian rock kids would do yeah, yeah. oh no and this is also again the Sailor Moon pose when she's oh, posing you know oh. what that's so probably it, what it is it has to that, be something yeah. else yeah. Like in Japan because it's it's a lot of places yeah that's God, really these good. mysteries I'm sorry I just thought it was so funny how frankly and matter of factly you did the Sailor Moon pose yeah, like, there was no. It was listen, just very Listen, I have seen a lot of clinical. Sailor Moon. Yeah, you know, in the name of the moon, I will punish you. I could probably do the whole thing. I want you to after yeah. we are wow. done, please. <laughs> Which is honestly right now because that's it. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So, if you have any thoughts on any of these masks, uh, this was a three-minute Starlight Kid. Uh. Well, she's fascinating. She I is. Wanted to I know. Know more about I wanted her. to know more. I watched the matches. I tried to like figure it out. I sp- it, it looks like I spent no time on this, but I spent time on it and just couldn't crack the internet. Yeah, yeah but, wow. but everyone on Reddit was like, she's such a force. She's like an underrepresented wrestler as well. Like, she doesn't go out that much, and I think it probably does have to do with her age. But everyone yeah. was saying, like, it's crazy how professional she is considering how clearly young she is. Yeah. And then they were wondering if she was going to, like, drop the kid uh, part of her name yeah. as she gets older and Just be Starlight? Just oh, be that's Starlight. a great yeah. name. Wow. But yeah, I just, yeah, so it's super poppy and like cute. I love it. it's, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just, I thought she was instantly interesting based on mm-hmm. this mask. So. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Mike has gotten as good with our final thoughts gift. This yeah. is what I look like in my dance class. Um, Otis from Heavy Machinery. Um, just, just shaking it. This is truly what I look like when I go to that <laughs> booty dance class at my yoga yeah. studio. Oh yeah, this is fully what. It's my, a good one. Otis looks like jiggling around the dwarves from um, the Lord of the Rings movies. Yes, they do. Yes, he but does. like without any of the digital stuff, he's like a very mm-hmm. like short, stocky man, and yeah. he has that type of vibe to him. Just, do you think he has five dinners <laughs> or whatever? Perhaps, yeah. Second breakfast, yeah. Uh, that was a bad voice. Okay, <laughs> it's just still the Terry Funk. Second breakfast. I know you still have that in. Yeah, some Terry Funk. Second breakfast. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. I loved fi- hearing about Terry Funk. Yeah, that was great. I that loved was all of them. Great. This was a really interesting yeah. like ride into. Yeah, you know, I'm sad about Rhea Ripley being kind of a jerk. Mm. Um, yeah. I was trying to. Not I know. I was. It. I was so excited about I her. Know. That's the thing that's such a bummer. And you're yeah. just like, all right. Ugh. You know, hopefully she'll do better moving forward and like make 
amends in some capacity and she didn't yeah. like it's truly could be a thing where she was like oh i lost myself i'm a fucking idiot yeah and like actually feels pain and we'll never know so yeah. hopefully moving forward she doesn't continue to make those mistakes i know it's but just it's like, definitely it's a, also like part of that wwe like yeah, blueprint which mm-hmm. makes it so shitty it's super ingrained yeah Ugh. Eh. super well, super ingrained you're we, right we got it we got to do better wwe yes um, hopefully we all do better we'll we'll keep an eye on her but she's got an asterisk for sure yeah mm-hmm. it's a bummer yeah well we can't all be otis of heavy machinery that's true i say that all the time <laughs> i say that every day yeah that's katie's <laughs> affirmation in the I morning i wake up i do the wonder woman pose and i say we all can't be otis from heavy machinery honestly that would be so Okay. Yeah. If Alex uh, is like, what are you saying? You're like, don't look at me. I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing, my, my I'm doing my self-esteem moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can find us on uh, social media, obviously, to see the looks we talked about today, or some of them, uh, at KFAB Podcast, K-A-Y-F-A-B Podcast. Also, please recommend wrestlers for us to review over on Twitter, or just follow us and engage with, with us in general. Katie does a really great job. She'll post some fun gifts. She, also, like, if you have any information on all these wrestlers, like, we really would love to hear whatever yeah. we missed out on because yeah. I'm sure we miss out on stuff. We also like reading Twitter threads on wrestling. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Like, that one that's going with Vince McMahon's, like, crazy shit is, oh. like, it's my favorite. What and sometimes I go joy. back to it. it is. Sometimes I go back to it. Yep. So it's, we would love it if we had that kind of... That Vaseline I, snake. <laughs> I hate to use the word engagement, but I would love it if we had that kind of engagement. Engagement. Would love an engagement. I would mainly. I would just love an engagement. Uh, (laughs) We're such girls. I mean, truly. (laughs) All I want to do is marry Kane. I was literally about to say, "You talking Kane, right?" Yeah. Every kiss begins with Kane. Every kiss. Uh, yeah. Rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff too. Yeah. Every kiss begins with Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye.